Welcome to the Real Happy Mom podcast. I'm your host, Tony Ann, the blogger and content creator at Real Happy Mom, where moms can find encouragement and practical tips for this journey called motherhood. I also have this podcast to introduce you to other moms from various walks of life. And today I have Alicia. She is going to be talking to us about a very simple question. Who is the woman that you want to be? Now, if you are like me and struggle with this, you definitely want to stay tuned because this is going to be a really good episode that will help you with answering that question and giving you so much clarity. So let's jump in to episode number 45 with Alicia. Welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you today. Thank you so much for having me. I am super excited to be here. Yes, this is going to be a fun one. But before we jump into our topic for the day, I just wanted you to tell us a little bit about you and your business. Um, Yeah, my name is Alicia Carlson. Um, I am a mom of two and have been pretty ambitious, I feel like, kind of my whole life. And um, I think I spent a lot of time feeling some guilt or some shame around some of those things. And so I tried to stuff a lot of that, you know, and it was like, okay, just, um, you know, be content being here and just doing the mom thing or whatever. And that just didn't really end up panning out for me. So the dreams kind of kept coming back and I would try different things, different business ideas or whatever. And they never really panned out, but the desire like never changed. And Mm -hmm. when I look back really over the last probably 10 or so years or probably closer to 15 now, I can see where the seeds of this current dream in this business started. And it really stemmed from a lot of my own body image issues and issues around food and, um, and just not really feeling good in my body and things like that. And I didn't, act on anything like that for a long time. In fact, I thought it was maybe more just about me and my personal journey. And maybe someday I would be able to pour it into some, you know, youth group girls or something like that. But it's been really cool to see how, you know, years later, the seeds are, you know, sprouting and they're starting to grow. And so that's really kind of what has led to what I do now as a non-diet lifestyle coach. Nice. And how long have you been doing that? I've been coaching now for about three years. Okay. Okay. So it's been a little while. Now we talked before we hit record and you shared some really great things with me. And one of the things is that you believe that every woman is created to be a certain woman. So I just wanted you to share with us a little bit more about what this means to you. Yeah. So I think I kind of touched on that a little bit in that brief intro, just in the idea that I always kind of had certain dreams or certain ambitions or have always kind of been drawn to certain types of music or certain things and didn't really feel like it was the right way to be. You know, I, I guess I thought like, oh, as a mom, I should actually be more like this and less like this or to be a good wife this is, these are the things that I should do for my husband or, uh, to be a good Christian woman. Like this is how I should think, or this is Mm -hmm. how I should be, or this is where I need to be spending my time. And so I spent a lot of time trying to put myself in a box. And I really do feel like it's been kind of this last year where 
through my faith, things have been getting revealed to me. And one of the resounding messages is it's a, like, you are exactly who you were created to be and the desires and the things that you feel like have been so wrong or have been so have brought shame or, or guilt or whatever that is intentional. Like that is a part of your unique design. And so that really kind of got me thinking that if that's true about me, that that's true about every woman out there. So the things that, you know, make you laugh or the things that bring you joy or the things that really pull at your heartstrings or those, those different causes that you have a passion for, it's that way for a reason. And instead of, you know, shying away or feeling shame or guilt about it, why not lean into that and and see where that takes you? I like that. I like that a lot. Now you have a question that I love, which is who is the woman that you want to be? And this is a question that I've been asking myself since we last talked, but I just wanted you to walk us through why this is an important question to ask ourselves when it comes to knowing ourselves. I think when we really take the time to reflect on that question, like who is it that I want to be? It's not necessarily what do I want to do or what do I want to accomplish, but who do I want to be in the world? Like what's the mark that I want to leave? What's the mark that only I can leave or what's the mark that only you can leave? And just this week when I was uh, kicking off my new group coaching, like we had our start our startup call and one of the questions that I walk people through Um, in the getting started workbook is this idea of, you know, who do you want to be? And that it was interesting to hear people were like, I just didn't really know how to answer that. Or, and so we got to kind of unpack that a little bit, but I think it's just, it's that idea of really getting in touch with, if you were being the, the very best version of yourself that you could imagine, what would that be like? And I think asking your, you know, taking it from that doing or having or, uh, you know, these different things, but actually like being, it really kind of puts it into that, that is like who you are now, right? You're kind of stepping into that identity or owning that, like, this is the woman that I want to be. If you've spent any time really doing any, you know, visualization or even just writing down on a sheet of paper, the things that you want to accomplish or the type of mom you want to be or the type of wife or, you know, these different goals and these dreams, that's great. But I think sometimes it can feel like a pretty big gap. And so asking yourself, like, who do I want to be? Like, how do, how do I define being a good mom? And when I actually start to break that down and that's, I'm patient, I'm gracious. I, you know, I'm investing in my kids or with my husband, I'm taking the time you know, I think when you look at being a certain way, it gives you clear action steps or clear words that kind of trigger you into behaving or taking action on that dream version of yourself rather than, you know, having it on paper or thinking about it. But then when, you know, push comes to shove, the actions don't actually line up with that vision that you've created for yourself. Got it. Got it. Now, this question, I feel like brings a lot of clarity. And if you were like me and you couldn't really answer the question that well, are there other things that you ask or certain things that you'll give the moms to think about to help them with answering this question? Because I know I struggled with it at first. I'll be honest. Yeah, no, it it is tricky. And I think had I asked myself this question a few years ago, I probably would have been like, I don't even get that. Like my brain can't even wrap 
around what this idea is. What I would ask is looking at kind of the different areas or the different key relationships that you have or these different roles that you have for yourself. How do you want to show up there? Do you want to be somebody who is known for being prepared or being on time? Or do you want to be known for somebody, you know, as, as a woman who, or a mom who is, you know, always packing like the best snacks or like whatever it is that's important to you. You mm -hmm. kind of you just describe like literally, like if I were to pull out a piece of paper and I'm like, okay, to be a good mom, these are some characteristics or these are some attributes that resonate with me and that make me feel like I'm doing that job well. And then I would break it down a step further and I'd be like, okay, so what's it gonna take to actually be that way? Got For it. me, one of the things I kind of stink at being on time to things. And so it's one of the things that I'm trying to be more intentional about. So I have to kind of backwards plan and be like, what would it take for me to get to that appointment on time? Well, I probably need to set a reminder 30 minutes before so that I can stop work. And then, you know, it's, it's getting yourself out the door. So it's, it's taking that description, breaking it down into, you know, little action items. Got it. Got it. And it seems like a lot of this has to do with our mindset and trying to identify some issues that we have with mindset, because I've noticed even with myself, just taking some time, just really analyzing things like why do I feel this certain way or why do I want certain things? And it's because my mindset is probably not the best. And I'm pretty sure you probably have some other moms where you're working with them and letting them know like, hey, like you want to be this awesome mom, but we got to change the way that you're thinking. Is that something that you find often or is this something that it's kind of on an individual basis? Uh, no, I would say probably a majority of people everywhere are dealing with mindset stuff. And I think, you know, it actually is probably something that everybody deals with because there's that saying new levels, new devils, right? So mm -hmm. you might bust through some of the mindset stuff that you have in a certain area and then some other things pop up. So it's just kind of, you know, it's, it's a journey and it's a process and it's something that you'll always have to be, you know, kind of working through. I know that there's other little things that kind of lead up to us being this great grand person that we have dreamt about. But like I said, a lot of it has to do with mindset. And I was just wondering if there was any particular strategies or tactics or things that you found that have helped with getting that mindset shift back into the right place. I think one of the biggest things that you can do for yourself is to look at how you're defining being a good mom or being a good wife or being a good whatever. And then ask yourself where those ideals came from, because chances are it's things that you, either you grew up seeing and you either want to emulate that or you want to be completely the opposite of that. Or it's things that you see in society, you know, on Pinterest or Instagram and, you know, all these other external influences on helping you kind of shape what that looks like for you, whether or not that actually aligns with what you want or what you really value and feel is important. So I think the first thing I would suggest that you do is that you define for yourself right now in this moment, if I felt like I was being the best mom and I was totally rocking this, what, what are all the things that I would be doing? Mm -hmm. And then I would ask myself, okay, of this list, what are things that 
I, I feel like are kind of shoulds, you know, like that have been imposed from outside forces that I'm either trying to, you know, that I'm trying to live up to. And then what of this list actually matters to me? Because I take it if we're focusing more on the things that actually matter to us, then we feel more fulfilled and more happy and all those other great feelings, I take it. Yeah, because one of the things that I really struggled with as being a working mom was not really having a desire to be on, you know, PTA or, you know, volunteer at the school for 24 hours a week or whatever it was. And I would find myself kind of looking at some of these other moms that were doing these things and not feeling like I was doing a good enough job because I was only there volunteering one hour a week, you know, or because I was not sitting in on all of the committees or, or I wasn't, you know, buddy, buddy with everybody or whatever it was. So I had to really kind of look at and be like, well, in the grand scheme of things, is that important to me that I'm sitting on the PTA? Is that important to me that I'm volunteering there, you know, all day long, five days a week or whatever, like it's a full-time job. And if it's not, then I, I can just let that go. And then what does it actually mean for me? But I think it's also important to ask yourself, why are you holding on to that? Like, you know, why are you holding on to comparing yourself to somebody else if it doesn't actually matter to you? Yeah, yeah, that is really, I'm glad you brought that up because that's, that's really, really good. Because I know personally, for me, I had an issue with, don't judge me, but I had an issue with um, comparing myself to moms on Facebook. And I had my original Facebook account where I knew had a lot of my friends and family members on that I was friends with on that account. And it got so bad. I had to like, I, cause you know, you can't really delete your account. You can yeah. deactivate it. So I deactivated it and I didn't go on for a while because I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, why am I comparing myself to these moms and their fake lives? And then I even had my mom. I remember one day she was like, why are you comparing yourself to, to these other girls in your class? Like, you have like everything that you wanted. You have, you know, your home, your car, your career, all the things that you dreamed of. And you're still like not feeling like you're not enough. Like what's wrong with you? And I'm like, I don't know, mom. I just think I need to get off. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is a trap that a lot of moms go through. If they really sit down and think about it <laughs> is the comparison trap, especially on social media, because you mm-hmm. know, that is the, what I call the highlight reel. So you see everyone's good <laughs> pictures, all their best takes. You don't see any of the, the hard, tough times, or even some of the not so nice pictures of like people waking up first thing in the morning, those kind of things. Right. I just found it really crazy that I was comparing myself a lot to these things that I know aren't really real. So I just think it's funny that you brought that up about the PTA. Yeah. And, and I mean, if that's your jam, I'm not at all, you know, saying anything about that. It was just, it was a real gut check for me about, you know, like, do I actually even want that? And if so, then why am I not taking steps towards getting on that board or sitting on that committee or volunteering more? And at the end of the day, it was more, it was me just realizing that that was actually not what I was wanting or what I was after. And I needed to just let that comparison go and let that shame go because there's no point in being disappointed in yourself that you're not doing something that you don't really care that you're not doing anyway. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) And you brought up something good because I, I feel like a lot of this goes back to really understanding like 
what do I like? What do I want? And, and going back and fixing the whole mindset thing that we were talking about earlier. But I was just wondering if there's like one practical tip that we could implement today that will help either improve our mindset or getting to know ourselves better. Journal. I know that, I mean, that sounds so in some, some ways pretty cliche or like something that middle, only middle school girls do. But (laughs) I think that it's such a powerful tool because so often we're just trapped inside of our heads and more times than not the voice that's in there talking is not the kindest voice it's not the voice that's mm-hmm. encouraging you to keep trying and you can do it and pick yourself up and for whatever reason you know we have this this reel that's kind of playing and we're just listening to it and we're taking it on like it's truth and like that's a part of my identity that's a part of who I am so you, i think it helps if you can kind of get those thoughts out or get these things and these feelings out on paper so that you can actually look at it because it sort of distances you from those thoughts. And so now you can look at it a little bit more objectively and like, what if this is true? What if it isn't true? And then you can decide what it is that you want to keep or reframing it, you know, and, and, and kind of like I did with the PTA thing. It's like, well, is that actually something that I care about? Why or why not? then why am I beating myself up for not doing something that I don't want to do anyway? <laughs> yes. Yes. I like the other that. thing I would say too, so maybe this is like a part B to okay. that is there's this quote that I heard or I read somewhere and it's this idea that if you're talking, you can't be listening. So that kind mm-hmm. of piggybacks off of that idea that usually we're just listening to the negative voice in our head all day long. It's time to start talking back you know, and, and no, like, that's not true. Like, actually I'm a great mom. And this is why, because I'm, I'm following through on these things that I said were important to me to make me a good mom. And so you're reaffirming that. So you can start to rewrite that, you know, write the truth, you know, create that truth inside your head and start speaking that over yourself rather than listening to that negative voice that just wants to beat you up all day. Got it. Got it. I like that a lot. And you know what? I haven't journaled in a while. I think it's time to pick it back up again. So thank you for reminding me about that. Now, Alicia, one question that I ask all of my guests is if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> I that's hard because part of me is like, okay, do I go like the actual superhero route or do I go like the logistic, this would really help me in like real life? <laughs> Um, okay. This one I think touches on both. I think I would have the power to teleport myself. Okay. And like, if I could, you know, fit it in my arms, you know, Mm -hmm. like fit my arms around it, then I could teleport that too. So like I could teleport my kids and my husband. And I mean, that would cut down on a lot of problems (laughs) and it would make world traveling so much easier. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You are not lying about that. Now, Alicia, where can we find you online if we want to learn more about you and your business? Yeah, I am putting out weekly content on aliciacarlson.com blog. So I'm really enjoying writing in this season. Uh, You can also find me on Instagram at the um, at Alicia Carlson underscore. Or um, if you're on Facebook and you want to connect, just search um, Alicia Carlson and hopefully you'll find the right one because I think it's a pretty generic name. (laughs) Well, we will definitely have all of those links in the show notes so that we can get you to the right one. Perfect. That sounds great. 
Yes. Well, Alicia, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us and helping me out too here. It's really been great and I really, really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me and thank you uh, for your patience as we kind of surmounted some technical (laughs) difficulties as always. Oh, no worries. Now that does it for this episode of the Real Happy Mom podcast. To find the links and the show notes, make sure you head over to realhappymom.com slash 45. There you'll find all the links that were mentioned as well as a complete blog post. And do me a favor, if you found this podcast helpful, rate and review this podcast so other moms know that this is a good podcast to listen to. And it also lets me know that the content I'm providing is helping. Now that does it for this episode. I will catch you in the next one.